Smartcast. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, hands across America. Look, this is before we start every show. We always right. have to do a shot mm-hmm. to remind us that we are. You, you look so scared. I don't want to pick it up because, like, college, man. Like, <laughs> uh, the college fact that Joe has PTSD from uh, drinking vodka in college. This is Tito's, though. Like, yeah. there's worse brands. We're not being sponsored by Tito's, but they should sponsor us. Casamigos actually. Casamigos should definitely sponsor wherever this is at. We've gone to three gallons of Casamigos. Yes, and Moscow too. Like, yes. Oh, nice. Yeah, Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. All right, so we're gonna toast to new opportunities and to all of us being rich. Yes. One of us already is rich. That's just my name, though. See what I did there, Salu? All right, this is the part where we actually have to drink it, y'all. Y'all ready? Okay, and this is the part where they play the intro music. Oh, God, Mm. see? Don't you feel more laid back? No, I feel terrible. <laughs> I feel traumatized. I feel triggered. Like, it wasn't that bad to me. Bro, it wasn't that, it's not <laughs> that bad. It's not that bad. But the thing is, though, here's the thing. Like, I went to this um, event. Yeah. And they had vodka. And dude was like, try my vodka. I was like, nah, I'm good. He's like, <laughs> he's like, please. Like, it's like, I just, like, I made this from some far off place and I put a lot of work in it and this yeah. dip and I'm going to give you this nitrous nitrous um, version of it which nitrous. is like super cold uh, I was like alright I was like and he told me his story about in, him being um, an Indian Native American like and I was like okay cool let me try it my tongue just went numb but continue so I tried <laughs> I tried the thing yeah see I, you. Rich, he, I tried it I'm fine thank okay. you and it went down smooth oh nice see and I said oh shoot so take it home. Now I take the thing home. Let me try it before I go out. Took two shots. Uh huh. Yacked that night. Mm. I mean, you could have ate something funny. No, it was the vodka. <laughs> no, it was the vodka. It was the vodka. Did like, you eat anything prior right. to? I ate. Yeah, I, I eat like four or five meals a day. Like, oh well, shit! This yeah, subtle but... flex was brought to you by <laughs> <laughs> I eat gourmet, them gourmet meals three that. times a day. Hello no, Fresh, no, no, no. it's good. It's the most Haitian meals ever. Like, <laughs> oh, that is. I eat yummy. like in the morning. I do like the um, eggs with bunun and what to call plantains, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then in the afternoon I'll get like a, like a chicken sandwich. And oh, you eat like a growing boy. I eat. <laughs> I make like rice and rice in. Rice and chicken or rice and steak 
in the afternoon. For those of you who are getting hungry, the voice that you were hearing is Jean Ali, <laughs> who plays Amal, Issa's snarky gay brother on Insecure. <laughs> you, you like that segue? Yeah, I see. Because I was getting hungry. I was like, did I eat today? Right. And the other voice you hear is Richard. Well, I like to call you Rich or yeah. Richie. Yeah. I love that your handle on Instagram is Richie Loco because I just feel like that tells everybody you're, you're with the shits. I'm with the shits. And there's been a couple times I've seen you in wigs covered in satins and I've been. <laughs> 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 we'll discuss that picture. Oh, uh, Richie Nevels, who plays Molly's equally outspoken brother, Curtis. I'm thinking about calling this episode Brotherly Love uh, because you guys both play brothers and you also act like brothers off screen. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I met you guys through Norman Towns, who's a friend of the show. Norman is like a brother to me. I love him. So this is all a family I affair. feel like if you don't know Norman, you don't know all anybody. of Los Angeles yeah. TMZ was doing an episode of something about how Britney uh, one of Nick Cannon's baby mamas was having a secret baby shower and da 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 and I'm watching it for work and there goes Norman Norman's there yeah. the, I'm like Norman <laughs> I, I call him like Norman why were you there oh I grew up with her that's my girl I was like yeah. of course because you grew up with everybody everybody, so, yeah. everybody in Norman Los Angeles no, knows Norman Norman's like my brother too so I guess we're sisters so we're, <laughs> we're sisters Norm, Norm. you a handsome woman <laughs> <laughs> For those who are watching the show, Norman's like my brother too, so we are brothers and sisters Look, on top of being cousins. Yo, he's Haitian, so I'm convinced that we have to be related right. because there's like 12 Haitians in Los Angeles. For real, I've met real. six through Norman. I met two. <laughs> Will you see that? Well, you, you and Sean. There we go right now. All right. So the thing about you guys being on the show is, I love you guys as characters. I was saying this before we started taping. I think you're both scene stealers. I feel bad, bad for any main character who's in a scene with you because you have a way of you're supposed to be supporting, but you take all the energy. And I wanted to ask, for people who are trying to get in this industry, how does one become a scene stealer? Is it intentional? Do they write you that way? Or is it a twinkle in your eye? Honestly, I think it's just the way they write, this, write the scenes. Like, they're really good at how the way they're writing the scenes. Absolutely. And we're just trying, we're doing our best to embody everything that they're writing. Right. And they're putting down the paper. I don't see black men get to be this playful, usually. There's a playfulness mm. and a humanity in the way and the show's called Humanize. You see how mm -hmm. I did that? Yeah. There's a playfulness and a humanity you. in the way that you guys see you, you see full circle. See you. Like, that episode, I watch all episodes of Insecure, and when they're in the hospital and it's serious, and then we realize that Issa wants to get in Richie's pants. Mm. And, and then you lean over and say that infamous line, like, hug me before my wife gets out the car. Like, I was like, that is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys ever improvise at all when you have those moments written in for you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we definitely, definitely improvise. Definitely, like, definitely. that's, that's, a, that's, that just comes naturally, naturally. Like, as you're just playing. Sometimes it's happening off camera. Like we're thinking we're off camera, but it's still. Oh, and the camera's still rolling. rolling. They're still catching rolling. you, still rolling and catching you, yeah. like messing around. You and Natasha, though, uh, the way y'all banter. <laughs> <laughs> Even since like last season, man, like it was so, hilarious. I want that you guys to have a spinoff. I want there to be a premise, and I'm going to sell this to y'all. You heard it here first. Picture, go ahead. Where you are a guest host on her podcast. <laughs> and because you guys can't stand each other, the tension creates great ratings. And so she's forced to keep you on, uh, but she despises wow. you. <laughs> and the whole episode, like, I think that'd be a great, like, spinoff. That's yeah. not bad. That sounds fun. That I'm sounds just saying, fun. it sounds like a great episode. Okay, you guys, we skipped the part. It would be the morning show, just the podcast first. Yes. <laughs> Where black people, it's not, you know, what the, the funny thing is, you play a gay character, but you do it in a way that is. Uh, there's so much levity to because a lot of times when you see gay black characters, yeah. it's almost like, oh, you know, I'm about to die by the third act. Like, it's always yeah. so, like, doom and gloom. Mm. He's a regular person. And I, I, I was surprised to see the show have LGBTQ folks and not make it feel like an after school special. 
Yeah, that yeah. I, that's because that shit gets tiring. It does. It does. <laughs> Here goes the sad gay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like that's one of the best things about Maul. Like, one yeah. of the best things about Maul. He's just a regular person. He's with the shits. And he's with the shits for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and I think he's a my sleeper Richie's character before. Curtis between the sheets. Well, speaking of which, we usually start off the show uh, with uh, doing hot topics. But before we did the hot topics, I had to have that moment with you guys because Jean is out here, um, you know, selling content and having writer's rooms and it's, mm. it's fancy. So at some point, you're going to go to the bathroom and never come back because you have to go to a writer's room. Yeah, 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 yeah. But before that, I wanted to make it time for us to, for me to give you both your flowers for because okay. the men on the show have been so amazing on and off screen. Like, I've met so many of you guys off screen and you make me like the show even more. Oh man, look at that. And in Los Angeles, it's usually the opposite. Uh, You watch a show and you like it, then you meet somebody, you're like, "Mm, I hope they kill off your character. You know (laughs) 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 It's very rare that you still like somebody after you've met them. And that's why I wanted you guys to be on here because I was like, we need good solid working actors to show that you can still like get checks and direct deposits and be on the show yeah. and still be like a decent human. Yeah, mm. that's what it's all that's about. What, is it though in Los Angeles? That's, that's I mean, no, not in Los Angeles, but <laughs> that's, for, see, that's the thing though. I'm from here. Yeah, you I, are. But I'm from South Central LA. See, I'm the not real from, part. Yeah, I'm from the real part. Mm-hmm. You know what and I mean? And also I think that people in LA get a bad rap because of transplants. Like it's transplants yes. are the ones ruining ruin it, bro. Because they left it whatever bumfuck city they, they came from. With something to prove. With something to prove. Yeah. And then they bringing all that energy into LA and meeting people and people like damn these LA people are trash, trash and I'm like you meet a real LA person like I mean you meet rich you meet people that's actually from here you're like I love everybody damn. from Crenshaw I feel like anybody who the energy is Inglewood like anybody who I really really fuck with a lot is either someone who's from the part of the East Coast that's still on them so they're they're down to earth because they haven't been told to fake it yet yeah, yeah. or they're actually <laughs> just from LA yeah yeah it's those yeah. two extremes but everybody yeah, in the middle makes me nervous man you got those people that don't even come you know south of the 10 they don't go past or they, no they don't go to Englewood, mm-hmm. long beach Harthon, the south Lamar park is where it's at i yeah. feel like my i feel like that's the heart of this i'm not allowed to say that but <laughs> i feel like crenshaw should be seen the same way that harlem is seen in new york yeah mm-hmm. like i feel like there's certain flowers that la in general doesn't get for the people who are from, from here, here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and i love the people who are from here more than the transplants Me too. even I though love, i am I a transplant so i'm a hypocrite oh no you're the natives are much nicer to me yeah yeah they're so much the nicer. natives are amazing because we're not out here trying to prove anything because you, you already here I mean? <laughs> we're here like bro we already know what, this is, what it's about and hollywood ain't just it you know yeah. what i mean you know it's funny like the biggest the biggest thing was when you you're wherever you're from you're sitting there like hollywood's gonna be amazing Everybody's still gonna be so dope, and then you get like Hollywood. Hollywood is the hood. It's the hood. <laughs> <laughs> it is. The hood. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, rich folks who came from humble beginnings, we're gonna get into hot topics. And the first thing I want to talk to you guys about is Kanye versus Drake. Um, the free not versus because it wasn't a versus, uh, uh. and everybody made it a point to say Drake didn't show up like he thought it was a versus, uh, so okay. it wasn't. But Kanye and Drake. Uh, had their free Harry Louver, uh, um, Larry Hoover, Hoover concert. Yeah, yeah. Did not want to get in trouble with anybody associated. So free Larry Hoover. Right. Was I the only person in Los Angeles who didn't feel compelled to go? Because I feel like everybody and their mother I went. was watching it from Instagram. Okay, so you were also at home watching it. Yeah, because yeah. I, I didn't feel... Co- everybody and their mother was yeah. out there. Did you go? I have yet to even watch it. 
oh snap <laughs> like, okay well i was <laughs> you got the wrong demo <laughs> i love that you know why because i only saw clips and there was yeah. one clip in particular that was interesting to me first of all are you team drake or team yay Ooh. i'm more team drake yeah same i'm team Drake. really same. yeah yeah I'm, I'm i'm team drake i'm yeah. team drake because i have history with drake that's why that's why this I'm team drake. second subtle flex by oh, oh, it's right not, it's not even a flex. back in my toronto days you and aubrey used to you know no, being the... like i used to promote nightclubs in rhode island and oh yes we we booked drake for a show at uri the grassy days oh wow back so when he was jimmy in the wheelchair yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. we booked him for Which a show and i remember the whole conversation about who's who's drake who's drake why are we why are we spending this much money for this guy come to find out he shows up first of all we sell out artists of the decade in the making sell out and then everybody is singing his songs verbatim yeah. Oh, and I was I like, that. "Oh my God, this guy is phenomenal." He's about to and blow. then, fast forward a couple years, I'm second ading. I'm doing a music video. I'm second ading a music video for Drake, and I bring that story up. Oh my God! And we're talking about that again. And it probably made his heart and warm because you could tell that he really wants to know who really cares about him as and a person. Right, right. Drake all, got feelings, and it's all right. the same people he had at the URI show. See, that's why I, I love people who do years, that. Six, e Issa does the same years. thing. Folks who keep their core tribe right. and who you can tell, like, yo, you really are with your people, I trust them more. Because mm. I feel like there's somebody around who's going to tell you when you're full of shit. Mm. Speaking of people who are going to tell you when you're full of shit, the standout moment of the Kanye uh, and Drake uh, concert, actually the Kanye concert with Drake as a special guest, was when Kanye got on stage and said, I need you to run back to meet Kimberly. He sang that um, during a song. Um, basically begging his wife to come back to him. And she responded by filing in the court to become legally single and remove West from her last name. Oh! <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, no, no, honey, I'm with Pete Davidson. Yeah. So my question is, considering how ride or die Kim was for Kanye up until 13 minutes ago, mm. and, minutes and after meeting Pete Davidson, she's like, I don't even want your name. Mm. What the hell is Pete Davidson doing? I got questions. Hey, you know what? You know what? Because <laughs> Pete out here winning. I, I've learned. Like, 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 hell, he's winning. Yeah. But, well, I might like because, him next. Because what I've learned is that if, <laughs> if, if you're funny, you got to what you got to end with women. Like, if you're funny, if you can make someone genuinely laugh, and maybe I think that's, I don't know, Pete Davidson. I, I mean, I think he's I don't pretty. Know if you do. I, think he's, I, I think he's, he's funny. funny. That's what I'm saying. I think he's funny. Yeah. So you can make a woman laugh, and then you don't even have to be super great in bed. You can be mean. Damn, Richie. <laughs> I'm just saying because you think about it because women, you guys aren't sex driven like us men. You know what I mean? So uh -huh. he's like, you give me the mid, but he makes me laugh too. And don't let him be thoughtful on top of that. Like, you know, he might be a whole, he might be a catch. You see what I'm saying? I would totally date somebody who was mid, but like funny and thoughtful. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So be everybody. That's called a husband. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys really just think it's a personality thing. Because he's a little funny looking, let's be a, honest. I think he's a personality a, thing. He's a little funny looking. <laughs> he's, he's like, he looks like Gollum after yeah. Stefan Arkell like, wow. hooked him up.
<laughs> no, not in a bad way. No, that is it's not. You can never say that in a good way. Like, There's no way you can about? say that. Nice. Not in a bad no, way. That is I saw a bad way. meme of Gollum and it, I was like, oh, I see the resemblance. But oh, wow. he's more swaggy. With, your memes First are memes. There's oh, a wow. meme out there that with him looking like Gollum. That's hilarious. Yeah, oh. and, and it's, it, it's a picture of him, Gollum, looking down. It's like this is what Kim sees at night. And I was oh, like, oh my god, I gotta look for this. So wow. Buzzfeed did a survey because Buzzfeed wanted some some salty men who think they're fine and, and sexy and why can't they pull girls like Pete Davidson did a survey to ask women why would you date a guy like Pete Davidson and there actually was a lot of answers about why he's Mr. Still Your Girl they said and I quote he seems very genuine and confident in his vulnerability I get the feeling that he is focused and attentive with his partners to Richie's point yeah. someone says he's like your weed dealer who you feel safe around for some reason and then after he cracks some jokes and makes you laugh you realize that you would have sex with him <laughs> <laughs> that was very specific she's done that before <laughs> she's done that before I think she was working her husband is her ex-weed man right. big facts that'd be a great hookup though yeah. um, that's hilarious and someone says he's very open and candid about his struggles with mental health and people who are that genuine and honest and also kind are just considered attractive personality wise yeah yeah Aww. you women i think women like it's it's not i mean i'm saying i'm saying it's not about appearance but for women it's lesser than that like you never see like a a really great looking guy with like a woman like he's with her but you'll see a woman with a guy more often you like she's with him That's you true. see what i'm saying so you guys look past the physical so y'all are shallow is what you're saying y'all the shallow ones no, in a lot of ways all, <laughs> I mean, really. Rich is told on y'all because he's married and he has nothing to prove anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you agree, Jean, that y'all are shallow? In certain ways, yes, we are shallow. Unpack that because y'all are hiding around the certain ways. It's like no, I feel thing. like guys are shallow in certain ways, but also they look for certain things when they're going to have a mate, like when they're going to the p word peace, not 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 vagina peace. You guys always talk about peace when you're ready to get married. Yeah, be be my piece. Yeah. yeah if I hear that piece. from one more man over the age of thirty three, <laughs> but you, <laughs> y'all hit thirty three and a half, I need some peace. I'm like, you what do, did you just go through? You do need peace, man. You in do. these streets, like, man, we honestly, really that's do. What all guys want is peace. Cause we're simple. Uh, we we're don't very wanna, simple. You guys we are, are simple. Yeah, we simple. are the simplest people. We don't want nothing. We don't want nothing to happen. Like we're trying to figure out ways to make sure you're good and. Can protect our people. So I don't want no problems is the mantra of, yeah, of it, men's uh, internal it child. Usually, it usually is. We yeah. don't want no problems because it's just like most of the times, you know, uh, for you know, speaking from experience, you know, I'm married 15 years. and um, whoop, whoop. I yeah, love that. Yeah, yeah. It's like when you go out, it's like we go out, I'm not really thinking for myself. I'm always thinking about my wife. Like, is she going to be comfortable? And this and that. Me, I don't give where we go, honestly. Oh, but her, so beautiful. I have to be a protector, so it's not like we have to think about ourselves. We have to think no, about somebody else. We the gotta one think about somebody us. else with us. Like there's a yeah. whole new body with us that we have to make yeah, we sure. Have, so yeah. you don't want the girl the who's night. gonna start a fight and be like, and my man's gonna whoop your butt. Yeah, we you don't, you don't want, want that. that girl. You don't want that girl. No, no, no hell no. no. I, girl, I came out to drink. <laughs> I came out to have a good time. Why is my life in danger? You know, I just realized the last time I saw you, Rich, was at Cardi B's birthday party. Yeah. And we were at the VIP section. Look at the flex. Look at the flex. No, it wasn't. I was just at Cardi's party. I got the rebound. I, I, like, I'm a dugger, dude. I, I, I didn't get invited. No, we were in the VIP section of Cardi B's party. VIP and, section, too. But, but here's the funny part. I won't part. Off. I'm literally standing there, and I'm like, my life is weird. Because half the cast of Love & Hip Hop is, like, surrounding me. Right. Monique yeah. Slaughter is sitting on my lap because her feet were hurting. Right. Uh, Tiana Taylor and her stomach are off to the side watching LMA, like, twerk. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, my life is weird. And, I'm, and I, I had some shrooms. So there was extra colors in the room. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I need to, my eyes to orient on something so I can like calm down. And I look 
And there's Rich like singing Nuck if you buck with his wife in unison while they're twerking on <laughs> oh each other. Oh my God. And I was well, like, she was twerking on me. I don't do no twerking. <laughs> I don't do no and twerking. And I was like, this is relationship goals. I want to be in VIP with my husband singing Nuck if you buck with my chest. Yo, I record, every time we out, I record them both having I a posted ball. you in my you stories. Did, you did. Because you I did. was ball. like, that to me is relationship goals. Who yeah. can you actually have fun with the way you have fun with your people? Yeah. Because she wasn't acting like she's your wife. She was acting like she was your people. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's my yeah. That's that's my dog. That's you know very I mean? different than these yeah. girls who be like holding the little Birkin bags and like they don't even want to get too close to their partners because they don't want to mess up their hair. Yeah, I'm just like nah, that's very different. Nah, man. My wife, we've nah. been in the trenches together, man. So. How did y'all stay together? Because you know, if you're even halfway attractive and you exfoliate and have a job in LA, <laughs> yeah, you, a woman's gonna throw something at you. Right. <laughs> you you know what it is, man. Is that you just um you think like I always tell her, you know, um, and of course what. I mean, she's been a woman. You know, I think she... This I is, this, you said the no, 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 I no, mean, no. girls like my face. No, yeah. just, just, just been a person. Just been a person. I think, um, you know, we have our insecurities. So I think right. she feel like you're, you're moving up in this industry. You're becoming a name, becoming a face. And, mm-hmm. of course, girls, you know, find me attractive, whatever. I don't think I'm a bad-looking guy. Shout out to me. Richie, uh, <laughs> Rich is very attractive. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you so much, Blue. You know, so... <laughs> you are too, Sean. I don't want anybody to feel... Everybody so I don't feel any kind of way. So, I'm so, secure. So I tell, but, I, but I always tell her, I'm like, yo, I can imagine me getting to a certain point and then be like, yo, I want to, everything you and I work for, I want to give it to someone else to have them benefit from Ooh, that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I'm like, yo, you work with me just as much as this and you are just as deserving of this as I am. So, you know, I don't care. It's, it's just looking. Where'd you learn yeah. this from? Because this is not the, the norm out here. People like to upgrade. Oh, no, nah, yeah, man. I, I, I feel like it'd be a downgrade for me. I agree. But yeah. men like to tell themselves it's an upgrade to get somebody new who hasn't seen them struggle. Like, did you nah. learn that from watching your family? Are you just cut different? Just, Does I, she have blackmail f- folder on you? Like, man, what is no, no, man, just <laughs> insecure men, though. Honestly, like, yeah. those are just insecure men. Like, you're going to want to find someone that you're going to grow with. Like, you don't want to sit there and try to redo it again. Fuck that. Like, right, once you in right. it, you in it. Like, I don't want to do that it. shit again. Yeah. It is exhausting. To care about someone scratch. else's feelings? That's no. But then I also, yeah. I also don't, I don't like the people that just in it because they're like, well, I'm here now. And they're yeah, like, that, you know what I mean? No, that, that just, they're just like, I'm yeah. just comfortability. Complacency thing. is Yeah, complacency death. is huge. So it's like, no, no, no. You That's can't, true. you have to be happy while you're there. And I'm happy mm-hmm. while I'm here. We got our two kids. Like, we, mm-hmm. like, that, you know what I'm saying? We, you know, like, we sit up sometimes and, We'll pillow talk for like four hours. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh, so she's your bestie. That's my that's my that's my best friend. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna front nothing. Oh, he a sucker. No, that's my best friend. I don't incur. I don't incur. <laughs> I'm still a man though. I'm still a man. That's my bestie. Uh, so you are in a relationship as well, are you? Mm-hmm. Or is, yeah. that, is that a public knowledge? I don't want to be dropping. Yeah, it's public uh, okay. It's public knowledge. How lo- how long does it take for you to realize dating in this LA world? I'm guessing you guys met out here, or did you? We met out here. We met out at a bonfire five years ago. Oh, that sounds like a romantic intro to a, like a reality show. On that TV. <laughs> <laughs> we were at a bonfire <laughs> five years ago, and I was and she was talking to her cousin, and I just literally, be, I like beeline past her, and and she was talking about a guy that she was dating, and I was like, leave that nigga, that nigga ain't shit, and <gasps> I kept walking, and then her cousin was like, talk to him, right? And then we then I walked her to her car, we talked, we hung out and dated for like six, seven months, and then. Me knowing myself, I wasn't ready for Uh-oh. the relationship. What's the plot twist? So I got I got out of it. I got out of it, and then three years later, we met again, and now it's the best thing ever. That's the theme of Love Jones. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally <laughs> get together, far apart, start, start over. Right. So you As, think you can have the right person at the wrong time? Yep, I, I strongly believe that. Damn. 
I'm currently working through that myself. Like, is this just the wrong time for me and him? You have me thinking about things. So I just throw him back and see if he comes back. Oh, wow. And I throw him back and see if he comes back. (laughs) No, sometimes y'all show up half-baked. Sometimes yeah, we don't sometimes know. Sometimes we don't. a little doughy in the middle. Sometimes, I'm, we're, not, I'm sometimes like, we're not baked at all. Y- yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. we're still the raw. Sometimes we're still the raw ingredients. We want. Yeah, exactly. We don't know what we want, where we're going, what's up, what's down, and also guys. Some guys. I'm not gonna say all guys. Some guys don't want to take someone through the trenches with them because it's like they have to care for the other person as they're going through. It's also it. an ego thing too because yeah. you almost feel like I don't want you to see me like struggling because yeah, you exactly. feel bad having your partner see you like that. Yeah. Exactly. I don't. Exactly. Richie's like, I don't care. You can see me struggling. Right, we stuck with no, me. No, like when you hey, when you stuck. when you with the person, but like when I was with her the first time around, it was like, it was like, damn, like, I just moved to downtown. I just got my own place. I'm like, damn, I was not looking for a relationship. What oh, you is trying going to you on? trying to flex a little bit and, and fill your wild oats before you settle down with somebody. Yeah, <laughs> and it was working out too well. That's that whole shit. <laughs> That's was, that whole shit. I, yeah, I wanted to be a hoe. I appreciate I the, I appreciate the honesty. Yes, though. men can be hoes. Men can be hoes. I'm looking you both in the eye. Tell your friends that some of them are hoes. The relationship was going <laughs> so well, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. Slow it was down. too good for I you. I was like, this is, and also I don't know if I can do this i didn't know if i could do this because i didn't know if i could do it for several reasons one because of the way i grew up Mm -hmm. two i don't like cheating i'm not a cheater so i'm not gonna get myself in a relationship and then still think i can cheat this is a donnell jones song about this called where i want to be she's (laughs) referencing your whole life right now i don't goddamn. i left my baby girl (laughs) i'm not gonna be i'm not gonna be in any relationship if i think i'm gonna cheat on you you. pull the donnell on her okay that came to real life you know you know what's so funny we're talking about relationships (laughs) like i've been waiting my whole life to meet a guy who represents that song and now i'm finally (laughs) i've been waiting since the late 90s for those of you who have not heard donald jones where i want to be it's the original fuck boys trying to do better anthem um, <laughs> it's like there's something in my body that's not right i gotta go hey but he let it know though i i, I don't know i keep it funky but you know I'm what but you know what i think i think i think women feel that way too but women you guys should never express it like we do because you guys are looked at differently if you, you say will call that. us a hoe to our face and tell that's your boys, saying, boys but, that we a hoe too but i'm sure some women don't i'm, I'm sure some women avoid relationships <laughs> because they still want to fuck around i know i know women who who like done that i have said this the only reason i'm ready to be a wife now is because because I went through a whole phase. Mm. See? I got it all, and there was some stuff in there. I had, yeah, some, you had, to unpack I had some, some daddy shit. issues. Yeah, yeah. I had a lot of nasty, weird shit to get out my system. Right. I now think about the things I got out my system, like, ew. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? And that's how I know I'm ready because I'm done now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking, speaking of getting things out of your system, I don't know if you guys heard about um, the viral story with Nancy Reagan. Oh, throat goat. Yes, throat goat. For those of you you who are not aware, I I have notes. (laughs) Nancy Reagan's throat goat? Yes, I have have notes here because I don't want to get it right. I'm going to have to look that up on Reddit. Talking head Ben Shapiro, his sister wrote a post uh, trying to compare. Her name is Abby, by the way. She's a conservative. Trying to slut shame Madonna using Nancy Reagan as an example of what it's like to age with class. And someone from Madonna's fan group responded, you mean the same Nancy Reagan that was actually known as being the original superhead back in the day when she was an actress? And pulled out a screenshot of her biography where they talk about how she was the most popular person on the MGM lot because she was giving everybody neck. Wow. (laughs) So Nancy Reagan throat goat, Nancy Reagan superhead, Nancy Reagan Glock Glock 9000. I thought we were at 3000. Oh, 9000. 9000. She's another realm. Was trending all over Twitter for 48 full hours. 
when when did this <laughs> you, come out? You, yeah, this, you this were was, in Miami. Was this yesterday or two days ago? Yeah, it happened like two yeah, days ago. Yeah. <laughs> Nancy Ray. Yeah. And then people started finding pictures of her sitting on like Mr. T's lap, looking at him looking adoringly. At him. Throat go- Throat oh, this picture, this picture, Where's my phone? <laughs> There's <laughs> pictures of her and uh, Ray Charles looking at him lovingly. At him, yeah. He can't look at you back, so what do you do? Like, she was just like, yeah, you like that? Like, on all the oh pictures with her God. and black men in particular, she looks just like, very self-satisfied. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, you guys know that for political reasons, I am not a fan of Nancy Reagan. For those of you who don't know about the crack epidemic or have not watched Snowfall, which right. has caught so many of you up, yeah. the government pumped crack into our communities and then made weed illegal, even though they knew that weed was we not, not harmful, just so they would have an excuse to put nonviolent black and brown men in jail. Right. And the way that they were able to make the public sign on to this was to make Nancy Reagan, right. who was an actress, uh, start the Just Say No campaign. Dare. So the, so the Dare campaign, all of that was actually <laughs> steeped in intentional anti-blackness. And that concludes our, you know, as far as you know, for Blue. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so she was actually the Helen of Troy of putting black and brown men in, pr- in prison for dime bags. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. you were sucking them off on the MGM lot behind the scenes. So I... Look <laughs> at the first picture they come up. <laughs> She's like, come on, come on. Yeah, look. If you go on Twitter for the Instagram, throw girl, you see oh, pictures I'm of her. Say, I'm not, that's where I'm, that's it where I'm at right now. It is lit on that. So my question is this. Some people were like, no, Blue, I can't believe you. Because I posted it. In yeah. fact, I don't want to say I broke it, but when I posted it, it hadn't really made it to Instagram yet. Yeah. And you know I work with Hollywood Unlocked. So not mm. only did I post it, I hit up their producers like, yo, did y'all see this? They were right. like, no. Right. They posted it. Next thing I know, it's all over the place. So I don't wow. want to take credit, but I'm going to just say that I helped the throw girl story get out there. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think it's slut shaming personally. Yeah. Only because you were trying to use Nancy Reagan as a way to make Madonna look, look bad. bad. Right. And wow. it backfired because right. conservatives be doing some whole shit and not want to take credit for it. Yeah. Dude, also, I think Nancy Reagan's in hell somewhere. So I don't mind <laughs> slut shaming her. I'll be honest. That lady, that lady is evil. Yo, I'm going to spend the whole afternoon on my Uber ride to the softest. <laughs> look at that these. Nancy Reagan throw go. Yeah. She's hilarious. So the question that I want to ask you guys is could you date some? Someone who had an infamous superhead slash Nancy Reagan. I love that those names will always be connected forevermore now. Wow. Um, could you date somebody who had that kind of reputation? The way that Jean is biting his bottom lip, for those of you who are listening and not watching, <laughs> we'll start with you. That's no for me, dog. <laughs> That's very honest. Because a, no a lot of people would come on the podcast and be like, of course, you know, I'll take you with all your skirts. Right. Be honest, why? Because um, I honestly, like, if my girl was to ever cheat on me, I would stick with her as long as I know she didn't top nobody off. Oh, because that's wow. more intimate? Yes. I feel like it's more intimate. That's that's more intimate than from the back, like hitting it from the back. <laughs> oh, like, that's, 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 that's a more, visual that, that you just... Intimate. Not that it's a pass for you niggas, but I'm oh, just saying... Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I still... <laughs> yeah. But like... Uh, the intimacy of... Yeah, the intimacy of... I'm like, nah, slow. Interesting. How about you, Rich? Nah. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what nah. is what is your reason? Is this the same thing? Because I don't think she should want me if I was known as the vagina whiner or something like that. <laughs> oh I don't think God. you know vagina what I mean. I'm over, if I'm over here, you know, licking down lips everywhere, like I don't think she should. I don't think she should want me either. So you yeah. know that all your partners are not virgins. So what is it about being an, a, a head specialist that makes it just extra? You know, you it's, could be a head, head specialist, specialist maybe great. a few but, guys, but... but the block. Like, yeah, not the block. Like, 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 everybody Like, corn on the Every time y'all, everybody look at you like, like, shit, 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 sh
want that. Nobody want that. It's like it's like Cameron's song, like kissing cousin. That shit disgusting. I'm like, but y'all do whole shit all the time that we have to look away from. You don't. You don't have to look away. No, you you got choose to look to. away. Oh wow. <laughs> you got choose to look away. Like you don't have to look away. You got choose to. So ladies, we've heard it that men are sensitive about knowing that you've given Glock Glock nine thousand. We've just <laughs> no. I don't. Look, I, it's not that you give it. It's how many people you how many people have you given it to? The like, block. No. The block. It can't be the whole block. You <laughs> my cousin. <laughs> If she you, hadn't met you yet. You were the it, last it one It doesn't matter. Like, and like, it, it doesn't, it's not, it's not about, it's how many people know about this shit. Right. Everybody. And then it's a no. <laughs> so, so ask you, if you got a guy, you know, say, hey, this guy is good Just, at eating some pussy. He's good at this. And he, and, he, and you, and then you know for a fact, there are like 13 like confirmed. I will say this. I've been in this position where I tend to date people who are shiny and everybody else wants them because I don't want them. They want me. Like, it's like this weird reverse psychology. Yeah. So most of the guys that I've dated do have a history of being heavily wanted or being around the block a couple times. And I will say, I end up having to fight people at nail salons and shit. Like, wow. can you not talk about, like, yeah, that's so who do, I'm with. Do you, do you want to so do that? So it's a little violent, I'm going to be honest. See, I, I've see? gotten to a couple of purse see? fights. <laughs> like, I don't want that. Yeah, I, I, I think. I don't want that. How you move now makes a difference, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if he's saved, I'm, ah. I'm not even Christian, but if he acts like he's saved and it's ah. not even like responding to DMs and it's being very righteous, mm-hmm. I might be like, oh, look at him. Like Prince got saved. He He's turned around. Yeah. But if he was a really huge hoe, no, I probably wouldn't. See? Yeah, see? Yeah, women don't want big hoes either. Yeah, no. nobody does. Because it, it, yeah. it's, it, 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 you know, it's a lot of baggage there, man. It mm-hmm. comes with a lot. I think people with baggage, though, it takes a special person. To want to take to like. To I, love you, them through you, that. You can have baggage. You You can go into a relationship with baggage. But public like, baggage is different. Public baggage exactly. is different. Like yeah. You go into a relationship with baggage, like because everybody has baggage. It's everyone, like not every, every person one of us, yeah. on this planet doesn't come with baggage. Yeah, that's true. We all have something that we're going yeah. through. Another thing that was a hot topic. I don't know if you guys heard this story. Did you guys hear about the uh, um, Ari Lennox story? She was in Amsterdam, which is actually like one of my favorite European cities. I love Amsterdam. Uh, yeah. Like I go there every other summer until mm-hmm. COVID fucked that up. She was in Amsterdam airport Flex. drunk. What? I love I oh, love go ahead. No, go ahead. I love Western Europe. That, that's and slip. That's <laughs> slip. <laughs> but she said that they racially profiled her and arrested her. Oh, I heard about that. And had all of Twitter about to like and I was a heartbroken because I love Amsterdam. I was like, right. don't do that. This is wow. Amsterdam. Wow. Pick another place. Right. And then she had this whole everybody upset on her behalf until the Amsterdam police said, uh, we have proof that you were drunk, ma'am. Like it wasn't racial profiling, you were just drunk. Uh, and then suddenly everything got quiet and we mm, haven't heard from her since about mm, it. Mm. That's <laughs> awkward, right? Yeah. So my question is, this made me and follow me here, it made me think about the way we originally felt with the Jesse Smollett case. Uh, how we were all outraged on his behalf. And I have and I will say for full disclaimer to pull a Chris Cuomo out, we have mutual friends, Jesse and I, so I am gonna be choosing my words very carefully when I talk about him. Right. Um we all had his back, but then when Erica Badu and Joe Budden came out and said, mm, I know niggas on the block. I think something suspect. Right. We were like, you're shaming a victim. Right. Two years later, he's mm. being convicted for lying. So my question is for you guys who, you're, you're actors, you're content creators, you're in the public eye. How do you know when to have someone's back versus when to be like, mm, I'm going to sit this one out, dog, without being seen as someone who's not supportive? Because some of these celebrities who go through stuff are not right in the head, but you. You know what? I, I, you know what? <laughs> I said a lot of stuff out. I'll be honest. With you. I, do, I I I didn't at before, but now I do. I don't really Why? Have, just just because I feel like um, everything for one is not for like public consumption. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I don't need to. The way I feel about Jesse, like I didn't I didn't come out right away because one I didn't know the full story, obviously, and it, I'm that hearing part. his side. You know what I mean? And I think I think with social media, 
everyone is just knee-jerk reaction. It's just, oh, boom, you hear it, and then, okay, let me talk about it. And I'm just like, no, I got to digest this a little further. And plus, I just, I got other shit to do. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> Which is like, I'm booked. Yeah, yeah, no. It's just, I'm raised, not even booked. I'm raising a family. I got wife and kids. Like, I don't really be on there like that to, like, really go back and forth about a lot of things. But um, when it did come out, I was like, my dad did say that. My dad was like, Mm, some don't Dudes on the right. block, people who have lived some life yeah, and who yeah. have seen some street stuff, they all were like, "Nah, we nah, from the street. This feels this like a is, bad life." Right? Yeah, yeah. But those are people like me. I'm from Boston, <clears throat> which is like we have the hood, but it's not super hood. It's not the same. Yeah. I was like, "Poor Jesse. <laughs> oh my god, he got gay bashed. I was so sad for yeah, him." Yeah. <laughs> How about you, John? What were your thoughts? Uh like Rich said, I kind of sit out on a lot of shit because <laughs> I'm not really paying attention to what's oh, going you're on. Like, I'm not informed enough I to speak. I have a lot of stuff going on in my life with my mom, my family, my relationships, my all that stuff with work. So I don't really pay, t- pay too much attention to that. But when I, because I met Jesse, Jesse at one point in time. And he's a lovely he's person. He's super cool dude. Lovely. Yeah. And then like, I'm like, damn, like, what the, but I don't know him like that to be jumping in, but also... I didn't know all the full information to even have input or opinion. A lot of gay rights groups, because he was saying it like it was a hate crime, though, jumped up to defend him. And so when the Joe Buttons and the Erica Badus were like, this seems like some street N-word stuff, they got called shamers and and they were cussed out by major LGBTQ organizations and and black organizations Mm -hmm. for not having this gay black man's back. For me, the moment where I felt like hubris or ego was a little bit behind this was when Jesse, after the allegations, before... They said he might be lying. Said, "I'm the, you know, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the gay Tupac." Oh, wow, and I was yeah. like, "Ooh, that feels very self-aggrandizing." Yeah, the gay Tupac. When he called himself the gay Tupac, I got a little nervous. I was like, "Ooh, this feels like a bad one-man show." Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. Yeah. And then here's the part yeah. that makes me sad, though, right? You guys are talking about like you lay low. Yeah. If it was your friend who was a Jesse, though. I'm sure behind the scenes, you'd be like, yo, man, like, let's talk about this. I'm going to have you back oh, behind absolutely. the scenes. Absolutely. Don Lemon did that, and Jesse threw him under the bus during the trial. Let's see. So that brings another question is, <laughs> how do you have people's backs? Like, who do you choose whose back to have? Because I've had people's backs in this industry before, mm-hmm. and it's bit me in the butt later. They're like, well, Blue told me that you said this. I'm like... Man, yeah. I was trying to help you oh, the right. fuck out. Yeah. I yeah. hope they kill your character off <laughs> You motherfucker. Yeah. So how do you know who to like drop a dime to on the on the lo- cause Don Lemon was pissed. I've never seen Don Lemon snap before. I would have been tight too. He like, was like Justin yeah. Smart's a liar and I denounced him. I was like, You got you got Don Lemon cussing you out on CNN. Yeah, that's the ultimate betrayal. Like I don't I don't play in those. And we schools. all believe Don did call him and give him the, like tried to help him. We all believe he Don did that, mm. but you don't snitch on the bro who's trying to help you. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no. I don't um I don't know, man. It, I think it's just I'm big on just like who I give like, my energy, my to. energy to, yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So I'm big on, I'm big on that, and it's just like, you know, if, if they come to me, then fine. But I don't like try to seek people out and try to, you know, yo, 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 and like. What if it was Norm though? We all talk about how we love Norm. What if Norm was in, was in a crazy situation? Norm was just yeah. in a crazy situation. Yeah, yeah. Was I was crazy. <laughs> and I came to Norm's. Yeah. Like, yo, let's we try all to called Norm and said, "Hey, we, what's up?" So me I, and Norm talk about this. We've been talking about this for like the past nine months. I've like, seen yeah. all the screenshots. Yeah. So we understand what it's like to have a friend who's being yeah. in the middle yeah. of something. It, when, when it's somebody that you love, and I feel like Jesse was loved the way Norm is, though. Right. You find yourself wanting to reach out and like check on them. Yeah. And, like, and so what's the betrayal when they throw you? Thing is, the he phone? called. Well, he called. He calls and like talk. We talk about it. And right. We had a conversation to the point where like I'm looking for lawyers, trying to figure out stuff to get 
help my man out. That's your people, yeah. That's my guy. Like, I'm always going to go to bat for him. You know what I'm saying? So, like, the betray- imagine the betrayal you would feel. Oh. If he got back with the person that we're talking about and was like, yeah, all my friends hated you, but baby, I was... Like, you'd feel like, bruh, really? Things I... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can fuck with him no more after that. Oh, no, nah, it'd be That's over. That's what I'm saying. I think Don Lemon will never talk to Jesse Smollett yeah, ever yeah, again. Yeah, I can fuck with you after that. That relationship is... I think there's certain things that... Do you guys believe that forgiveness means access? No. No. Forgiveness is... <laughs> She's like you could you could go now, right? No. Yeah, I yeah. can forgive you and never want to talk to you again. Yeah, for sure, that's true. And that's I have and true. I have any tour like malice or ill will against you, but it's just like yo, I'm good. Is like, that unchrist like? One of my Christian friends told me that it was unchrist like that I w- that I forgave her but would never speak to her again. And I was no, like, no, that's not. I mean, that's just like first once of all, again, she's the devil herself, so that's see, rich. But go ahead. See, that's <laughs> once again it's about it's back to what we're talking about. Full circle. Mm-hmm. Be my peace. You see what I'm saying? There we that go. That person ain't a part of your peace. You At get all. what I'm saying? So it's like yo. I got to remove you. And I've done family like that. I've done, you know, friends like that. And it's like, bro, it's just everybody that come in your life, they say it's not meant to stay in your life. And that's, yeah. oh, you have to be People okay with that. Seasons. Even yeah. blood family, though. Even blood, it don't matter. That's true. Have y'all had to worry about people acting funny now that they're seeing you on TV and seeing you on, she- on shows? Like, have you had people that you thought would never do you like that be weird because jay-z said he you don't change when you become famous or successful the people People around around you change change. that's true has that happened to you guys because i'm i've only been in la for like two years and i've lost so i'm like really i just got here that's no that's happened that's happened that's for sure happened and you just watch them and you just don't i don't i don't engage like that Mm -hmm. but do you do you miss them though like no because i never they wasn't around when before so oh. they're coming around now, like, oh, what's up? What's up? I'm like, we wasn't hanging out before. Keep that same energy. And then they, then they say, and then they like, oh, you different now. Like, nah, oh, no, you different. different. <laughs> like, I'm not different. I've been the same. Yeah, I've been the same. We never hung out. Why have have you lost anybody that was close to you, though? Like somebody that you thought was going to be a good part of your life, and then they started acting funny? Because I recently lost somebody that I've known for almost my entire life. And it yeah. took me weeks to realize that they started acting funny when I came out here and started making it. And I was like, mm. that's basic. I would have never thought that you would have had that reaction. And I don't think yeah. he's admitted it to himself. Some people subconsciously resent your wins but do, can't yeah. admit it to themselves. themselves. Yeah, yeah. So they can't even admit it to you. Yeah. 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 That's true. That that does happen. That does happen. It's like and also sometimes those people that are doing that, they're they're going through an inner battle themselves. Mm. Trying to figure out like, am I what's wrong with me? You know what I'm saying? Why haven't I made and it? it? And it's right, not. Right. And it has absolutely nothing to do with you. So right. you just gotta give them their grace and be like, "All right, cool. Live your life. Do live what you life. gotta do." But Damn. I'm just gonna remove myself from the situation because it does not help me. Right. Continue to do my and, best. And if I'm being real, I think I mean I'm human too, and I feel like I've I've sometimes looked at someone's success and saw my shortcomings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Until we're like, but then I have to tell myself, bro, like everybody timing is different nobody you know what i mean timing yeah. is everything and it, your time will yeah. come and it's just their time now and how long do you know have they been struggling to watch other people progress and mm. feel the same way you feeling you know what yeah. i mean so it all will come in time and you got to be like you know what i applaud this person mm. i want to you know what i mean i want to be celebrated too and i know you guys can relate to this i was surprised by and this is one of those maybe because i keep it so real people can tell that i'm very authentic that's the word that i'm choosing to use mm-hmm. <laughs> i've yeah. heard other words and because i'm compulsively honest folks have trusted me more in this town than I expected. People right. start trusting me on site. Right. I've seen some A-listers behind the scenes and be like, oh, I would not switch places with you. So I think one of the things I've learned is success doesn't always look the same on the back end. Oh, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't. you realize the simple life of the unknowns is sometimes preferable. Yes. <laughs> what yeah, parts of fame, if you guys had to pick, 
would you leave on the table and not? T- if God said, I- "I'm going to make you rich and famous right now," but tell me like t- the two or, th- or three things you don't want from fame, what would you leave behind? Yeah, this is one of them soul searching questions because um, I don't want all of it. I've seen it yeah, up close. I, I do not want it. all of it. Um, I wouldn't want to be Justin Bieber like that. He can't go anywhere. He can't go yeah. grocery shopping. Yeah, like yeah, I wouldn't want that. I want like Jeffrey Wright. Right, Tom Hardy. Oh, okay, that's a yeah. good example. Um, he played everybody from yeah, Martin like, to everybody. Yeah, um, that type of fame, like Jeffrey Wright, Tom Hardy, right. people that could just Idris, even Idris, like Idris, one of like mm. one of my prototypes. Mm. She smacked the lips. Mm. <laughs> he's <laughs> young. Yeah, he's one of my prototypes. So like, he, that's yeah, like, a good one. He, he's like that. That vibe. All right, well, uh, yeah. Oh, this is the part where you have to go, Mister Hollywood. Yeah, I gotta, wow. I gotta go. This he is got, so Hollywood. He got to go, and I'm over here. I've been tapping my pockets. I don't know my car keys. Oh, I got my car keys. I'm like, Richie, Sheesh. you can switch places with him, Sean. We're going to miss you. Bye, Sean. I'm going to miss y'all. All right, man. This was a really good conversation. It was. You this see? Was a really good conversation. This was a good vibe. Yes, we will. You guys, I'm going to narrate this for you as the, these men hug and dap goodbye. They're actual real friends. Look at that. Brotherly love. Oh, Jean, my Haitian brother. So we're going to have to do a do-over. You're going to come back. For sure. And we're going to talk about your project and everything. Yes, for sure. And, Richie, you're now in the hot seat. Oh, wow. I like (laughs) it over there because I was just riding. Yeah, Richie loved being in the cut. Now you're in the hot seat. I was riding Jean Cotel for a minute. So long. Farewell. All right, brother. Bye, Jean. So, Richie, this is the part where we're going to get into it. So, Jean left right before the moment of truth. (laughs) Don't worry. We only have, like, 20 minutes left. I promise. It's cool. It's cool. Okay, so... How do you really, really feel about Insecure coming to an end? I love how, how Richie's face just got serious all of a sudden. No, how do I feel? Keep it a buck, Chuck. Like, how do you really feel? About as far as, like, the series itself or how, like... What we, like it ending. How do you feel about that it's going to be over? Um, You know what, man? I'm okay with it. Really? Yeah. I'm okay with it because... The audience is not okay, but go ahead. No, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it because I think, um, I think you go out on a high you know what i mean i think you For go sure. out i think sometimes you can drag a series out too long and then you mm. people start to lose interest like for instance and no shade no shade but like shameless or is it yeah what is that like season 37 eight, yeah mm-hmm. something like that 852 right <laughs> right so it's just like i don't know even nobody who talks about shameless anymore that's true you get what i'm saying and it was edgy it was so big when it first came yeah out. yeah and so i feel like insecure like even like how um I, I look at it as like Mayweather. May, May, Mayweather, I'm going out on top. Like, you got no losses. I'm That's at the top. True. Like, let me go out on top. You know what I mean? But the audience is so sad. Have you had people, like, do you think that when you're on a show like that, it, it, it typecasts you? Because I feel like there's certain shows that are so big in the pop culture, like consciousness, yeah. people only see you as, oh, that's the guy from Insecure, or that's, right. you know what I mean? Like, right. do you ever worry about being typecast because the show has so much eye, so many eyes on it? No, 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 because I think, like you said, I think um, Insecure, the writers, you know, allow these characters uh, to be so free and like so loose. Yeah. You know what I mean? So <laughs> to where, yeah, to where you can't really, you know, and put them in a box and say, "Oh, I can't see you doing nothing else," because it's just like normal people on TV. They are extra regular. I yeah, think it's they're part extra of the regular. Bri- they're regular people, which yeah. is part of the brilliance. Yeah. No character, even Issa's character, is completely likable or N- completely makes sense. Yeah, no, it doesn't. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's just, messy, it's real ass. Just a regular person. How did you even get on the show? Oh man, so interesting. Um. Okay, the show premiered on uh, my birthday, October 9th, 
2016. That's right? crazy. Yeah. That's kismet, by the way. Huh? That's kismet. That, okay. was, that was meant to be. <laughs> right. So it premiered, and I was watching with my wife, and the first episode, at the episode was over, I told my wife, I said, I'm going to be on this show. You manifesting mother sucker. Yeah, and then I was on the next season. That's y'all hear that? That's <laughs> yeah. the power of the tongue. Yeah, I, I promise you, no lie, with just like that. That is okay. That's nuts because it does a couple of things that I've seen. I'm like, I wonder if I should. You know, what? I'm gonna start manifesting more. Do you think that you're somebody who has a tendency to manifest, or was that a fluke? Do you tend to like see things in your head and suddenly you look around and they've happened? Oh no, yeah. I've I've seen me being an actor and people saying they're fans of mine, taking pictures since I was about like six years old. Oh my god! Yeah, like I knew this was gonna be my life. Like you a, a whole witch. Ago. You wait yeah. till Jean leaves. <laughs> Actually, have a crystal ball in the car. No, this is gonna be my life. I like, and then not just in a sense because I wanted it, but right. like at night, like I would sit in bed and I would see this, and like now I go out now, and I'm not saying I'm super big. I got a long way to go. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a real nigga. You know, but right. at the same time, people are like, yo, I'm a fan of you. Like, I take a picture, and the people are like, yo, you, you know what I'm saying? Oh. You, you inspire me, and I've been watching you for this time, this long, and I'm like. I knew this shit was going to happen. That's amazing. Because I will say that nothing that I'm living right now feels like it was far-fetched. Like, I See? always knew I'd be doing what I... But it, it sounds conceited when you say it. Because no. I think a lot of folks, there's almost like some kind of nobility in saying, oh, no, I'm so shocked. I'm like, no, no I saw it when I was you like saw eight. Because I'm like, I'm looking at you. I dig your whole aura. This is you. Like, yeah. this is... You, you're going to be... You know, that, and that's why I gravitated towards you, too. Because I'm like, yo, Blue is going to be big you know what i mean i received that because you're a witch so when yeah. I, <laughs> I receive no. everything that comes out your mouth i'm i'm telling you i already <laughs> seen it for you i promise you now here's my thing the thing i love about you is that you are someone who's a family man but also following your dream and you also have fun making content on social media yeah you are a whole ass fool on instagram i, I appreciate it you don't usually think of dads Making the time to be a whole ass fool. You you know what you have to though. It, I, you, see, <laughs> you you look at Jean's um um like you said his is very shiny. And, He's bougie. And it had to put together me. You see the most random shit on my stuff, and I don't and I don't ever want to lose that though. Cause I'm like that's me. I let people know that's a part of me. Like I has fatherhood changed you though. Yeah, well, I've been a father for some time. Now. I've been a <laughs> He's like I've been a father most of my. I've life. been a father. Yes, it definitely changed you, man. Like um, it, it definitely made me more responsible of course and it mm -hmm. also just um vulnerable you know what i mean vulnerability Ooh, that's true yeah you know because i feel like with, with with kids i don't i never want to be that parent to where um you know i tell my kids like i i can't admit that i was wrong i wronged them have i done something wrong because i'm human too yeah humanized right so <laughs> i love that you know what i mean i'm human too so i think just the vulnerability thing like i will if i'm wrong I have no problem apologizing to my kids. I never saw my mother admit that she was wrong until one day I said, Mom, I just need you to know I have all the facts, and they say you're wrong. Mm. Can we talk about it? And she looked at me like, I was 12. Wow. And she, I was like, I need you to know I'm walking into this knowing you're wrong. Right. And she was like, I'm going to go make you dinner. <laughs> like, right. my mother was not equipped for me. Right. I was a weird kid. <laughs> but I, I, I was like, I need you to know I know that you be making shit up sometimes. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and it always stuck with me. I was like, when I'm a parent, I don't ever want to have that moment where my child has caught me. Right. And now I'm embarrassing myself. Self to, yeah. Now, here's the thing. Being in L.A. is a very tricky thing. You're from here, so you don't have the same narrative about having to save up all your pennies to come here because you were already here. I'm here. What would you say to somebody who wants to move to L.A. to follow their dreams? knowing that it's a very highly saturated space for content creators and actors and create and people who just are in the industry in general. Do it. 
Shit, oh, you reckless. It. You like just come do on Do it out. because you know what? Nobody's doing anything new under the sun. That's I, true. I really don't like that. Like, oh, you know people want to be an actor? You know, you only people want to fucking work at a bank or work at the grocery <laughs> store. Like, you never say that. If I tell you I'm going to go apply for AT&T, you never know people work for AT&T? No, but. Oh, that's a great point, actually. Yeah, no one's doing nothing new under the sun. So, like, just fucking do it. That's amazing. What would yeah. be your dream role if you were like to like tell if, if Jordan Peele came to you right now with an empty checkbook? And he should. <laughs> Put that out there. Manifesting that as well. Yeah, yeah. What would you say would be like your dream role? You know what, Blue? People ask us all the time. And me being so open minded and creative, I don't have a dream role. You just want to play all the things. I just want to play everything. Because I feel like I'm an actor, so I can why just one role to be my dream role? Every role my dream role. You feel me? I feel like I can turn everything something. Something into, I mean, I could turn something, I could turn a role into something great. I love that you're being so honest because you, it seems like you enjoy the play of it, right? And yeah. I think a lot of people come to this town and they take themselves so seriously. And I'm like, are you still enjoying it? Yeah, no, I never want to get to the point to where like, oh, this is stressful. This feels like a job and I only got to be this way. I got to look this way for people. Like, right. no, bro, like, I don't give a fuck about looking a certain way for anybody. How did you survive during the pandemic? Because I feel like when the pandemic happened, my first concern was all my active friends. Yeah. Because they shut down everything. Yeah. Like everything. Yeah. Were you like, what? Did, how did you survive? Because um, you all have some wild stories. When I like Norman was selling mattresses and yeah. X Y, and like Norman was hustling his ass off, and I was like, yo, that's amazing. But he made it. Like yeah. every actor I know was doing some interesting. Stuff. Was your content? What was keeping you up? Yeah, I, actually, I was still believe it or not. I think I, I got more brand deals like during that time for social media. So I was getting like paid like partnerships with people and nice. shit. So that happened that way. And then also me and my uh, family. Uh, we uh, we started like a kids pajama line, and so that was helping being an too. Entrepreneur. Oh, I love that entrepreneur yeah. Negro. Yeah, entrepreneur <laughs> <laughs> Negro. Yeah, so, so that, you were still getting direct deposits regardless of the yeah, pandemic. Yeah, I was still getting direct deposits, man. And 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 we shut down somewhat, but we, me and my whole family, we were still like doing. We still do print too, so they were still doing print jobs. We okay. had like a few during the pandemic. So would you call yourself a a, crea a content creator or an influencer? Do you feel comfortable as a grown man owning being an influencer? Because that word has gotten so so yeah I don't interesting lately because you know I think once you reach like I've been like doing uh, comedy sketches and like I, I've grown my my uh, social media um since like, about 2015 when I first started making videos oh you right? were an OG before people realized how yeah. much money was in it yeah yeah I was like I was honestly like one of five people who started doing videos on Twitter you know what I mean I actually yeah <laughs> I, I was like that. yeah I was, like one of the first five I'm an OG on there right supposedly so um. I, I don't really mind it because people are always going to label you some regardless. You know what I mean? What do you think people have the side eye as influencers, though? Because there's a bit of a side eye that's starting to, f to slip in when people say influencer. What is that about? Are they all just haters who are mad they're not getting paid for posts? I think so. Oh, shit. Not all. Not all. <laughs> Richie I'm, said, why are you mad? No, I'm not going to say all, <laughs> but, like, you know, but I think I think, I think think we're all under, like, extreme conditions right now. You know what I mean? With um, with social with social issues, with... Uh, capitalism with you know people are broke out here people are hurt they're people broke are and woke at the same and time broke and woke so then you see somebody who's getting this bread yeah you know what i mean it's like you said you look back and be like yo i, I look at you and see my shortcomings and that's and i'm not saying those people are bad people but we right. naturally do that as human beings yeah people do project a lot on you do you i've had a couple actually i've had a lot of male men come here and one of the things I've heard several times offline is when I asked about what it's like being a man in Hollywood, particularly yeah. a black man, yeah. they say that 
there's a cattiness with guys that we don't talk about. We know women can be catty. Yeah. But I've had a lot of guys be like, yeah, you know, I, I started working so-and-so and an older black gentleman. I thought he'd be my mentor. Right. Papa, can you hear me? And he ended up being a hater who was trying to sleep with all the young girls. Like, yeah. what is it like having male friendships out here? Because we, we always talk about women being catty and women right. being competitive. But you guys have your own stuff out here, too. Yeah, for sure. I think there is some cattiness amongst men. You know Ooh, what I you mean? You're going to use that word? Yeah, man. I men do, can I, be catty. You be sassy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Be honest. Call, I would go <laughs> call him some sad. You're sassy. Rich called some of you sassy. He I'm made eye contact real. when he said it. Yeah, some of you guys. How are. do you suss out who's a bit of a hater versus who could be like brother? Because the episode's called Brotherly Love versus right. who you want to have a, be a brother. Right. Um, Jean is like someone. I decided Clearly, to suss it out right because yeah. we were going to a listening party and somehow my publicist didn't have me on the list and I'm, they were like, oh, we can't get you in. I'm like, what the fuck you mean you can't get, but they were letting, I'm like, I'm talent. You, I know disrespect anybody else. They letting everybody else walk. I'm like, well, who's this? Who's that? And I'm like, I can't fucking get on And you're show. actually talent. Yeah, 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 I'm actually talent. And then I was about to leave and John was like, no, I got you. Don't worry about it. Like, don't trip. Like, don't, you know oh, what I mean? Oh, I love and, that. And, and, and me and John, we maybe spoke, spoken about, you know, a few times before that. We never really hung like that. But then that night we kicked it off and like, I'm like, see, this is what I preach. Cause I would have done the same thing for him. So this is almost like a generosity. I, I will say there's two kinds of people I've met out here. Those who are generous. Yeah, I want to help you get access. Yeah, and those who even on their best day don't want you in the room with them. No. Why would I don't understand? I have a friend. I'm not going to mention his name. Okay. But he did really is doing really well, and suddenly he's not picking up people's calls. Yeah. Mind you, none of us want what he has. Like we don't even have a similar hustle, but he started feeling himself and got real stingy. Mm -hmm. I am still in awe that this person who was so lovely when he was broke and trying to make it done made it and doesn't want anybody in the room. Why do you think some folks are so threatened once they've made it? Because you would think once you have more to give, you'll be even more generous. Because they don't. Because they don't believe. They don't believe in their shine. You know what and I mean? They're going to outshine them. Yeah, they're going to outshine them. They believe their light's going to dim soon. Like me, I'm like, bro. Like I said, I seen this coming for me a long time ago. Rich is like, this is mine. None yeah, of y'all can touch it. It don't matter to me. I'm not, and I don't feel threatened by anyone. I'm not. You know what I mean? I don't feel like, oh yeah, I'll. I'll I put, I mean, I'm not going to list names, but people know, like, I put people on. Like, stuff that was for me, I'm like, yo, I think this dude would be great for it. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, so it don't it don't bother me none. Like, Were I, you always like that? Yeah, because, I one, I'm huge on, like, just doing right by people. Not to say, oh, Richie's a good person. He helps me out. But more so to say that. You're a decent human. Yeah, but and for them to, like, help somebody else, too, like, pay it forward. Like, I did it for you just off the strength. Like, right. and you do it to somebody else. And I think, I mean, that makes for a better world. You Where know did you learn I mean? that from? Shit, no, just me, I guess. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people, I, I say sometimes, I, w- I wonder if people really are just bad people or if they just were never taught any better. Yeah. Was your family like that? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I will say I can't say I completely learned it myself because my I had a big family and we would have like, you know, it would be like, 40, 50 people. Oh, only. generosity is built into big families. Yeah, yeah. So I'm an only child, and see, I had to learn how to be generous through y'all. Like, y'all just giving it all away? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's where it comes from. Like, my mom is a very thoughtful and giving person as well. My dad, too. Yeah. So I guess I can't say it's just, oh, it's just me. I'm just that nigga. No. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Born like yeah, this. I get it. I get it from my folks. But um, I just, I don't know, man. That's just, like, my biggest thing. I asked God, you know, for this platform. But I said the biggest thing I want to do is be known, like, before I'm known as, like, I want to best actors which i will be like i'm gonna win an oscar and all that yes shit. you better I'm put flex. that out there but it's to be known as like this is somebody who actually cared who tried to make this world better than what you know say so he received it you know? oh this is so beautiful oh yeah. richie I, lo- I love that you stayed yeah. even though mr hollywood had to go <laughs> hey, to hey. his writer's <laughs> hey you know he's a showrunner you know it, it is what, that is a flex to be a show like that's yeah. amazing yeah. And, you know what i love that there was a moment where he sat down and he was like yeah you know and he was talking about who was in the room and 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 he talked as if 
he was looking out for you as well. And I love the way that when I see you, Jean, Norm, like you guys always seem like you're looking out for each other. Absolutely. Like Norm was talking to me and he was venting me one night. He was like, yeah, you know, and Rich was over. And I was like, of course he was. And yeah. I was like, that is so dope yeah. that you guys have so much of a brotherly affection out here. Yeah, man. I, I kind of envy it. I want the sisterly <laughs> version of that. But like, it's been hard for me. Um, yeah. If you had to encapsulate before we go, because this hour went by really fast. Really fast. What? I told you guys. It literally it really, flies it by. by. This was fun, though. I, please come back. I will. We're going to do another show. We're going to have Norm on this time. Please have me back. Yeah. We're going to have you, Norm, and Jean, and see if, we, if I can get a word in. Yeah. That's going to be yeah. an interesting show. <laughs> yeah. What's the biggest thing you've learned from 2021? Um, biggest mm-hmm. thing I learned from 2021? I've been asking myself that question a lot lately. <sighs> Is that it goes by fast. It goes by quickly. Everything. Like, I look back. I told my wife we were watching a movie that we... Stepmom on Netflix. Uh, oh, I, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. We were watching that. And the shit said 1998. And I said 1998. I'm 35, mind you. I said 1998 seemed like it was just like a couple of years ago. I can remember 1998. I saw a meme that said 2000 that, is to 2021. What, 1979? 79 is the year 2000. That's scary to me. Scary. Because what? Yeah, so that's what it goes by. It goes by so fast. And you, as you get older, you say, you know, old people always say, older people always say, um, uh, I don't know, some, some around thing that once, as you get older, the days move faster. They do. And it really has that. They so really I just do. tell people right now, learn to just. Take advantage of it all, man. All right, so as I said, uh, because you are living the dream, and I believe energy is contagious, I'm going to hug you before you leave, so I'm hoping that whatever you got yeah. will come on to me. Likewise. So I will show up this time next year be like, yeah, you know, I'm married, and I got a husband, and <laughs> I'm about to give birth to triplets or whatever. Oh, I, I, <laughs> no, seriously, I really feel like you're you're like my, my first real example of what having it all in this town looks like in the non-flashy and more realistic way. Because yeah. I know a lot of people who are like, oh, it means getting an Oscar or getting a, a, a Grammy, which are great. great yeah. But like the thought of who, who they go home to at night makes me sad. Yeah. Like you're going home to mouth kiss your dog <laughs> and try to figure out where your wife is. Like that makes me sad. You, you ain't going home to the throat goat. <laughs> right. You know what? <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> the fact that Ronald Reagan was so mean, even though he was getting neck every night, crazy. Anyways, on that note, I just want to do the outro because apparently this is what helps the algorithm. Thank you for listening to Humanize. The show is sponsored by BlueCentricShop.com. We can get all your spiritual baths, intention candles, X, Y, and Z. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating because that does help us get more viewers. And I just want to thank you, Rich, and Jean, who's off in Santa Monica being a showrunner. I just want to thank you guys for being so generous because you guys didn't know this, but Rich was actually with his children and got the time wrong and somehow got here in the blink of an eye despite the, like the miscommunication. <laughs> Had to make it. I don't want to know what traffic laws you broke <laughs> to be here on time. You were like, I thought I was five. I was like, no, it's at four. 17 minutes later, you showed up. I don't yeah. know where you left your son. <laughs> hey, he, hey, he figured it out, hopefully. Rich, I, I appreciate you making time. I always say the people sure. who, who make time for me, I always take note of that. And there's a generosity to your spirit that I always knew was there. Talking to you has just like made it even more obvious. Appreciate where can it. they find you, love? Oh, man, you can find me all over uh, social. Uh, Richard Neville's our Richie Loco, whatever. I got to do something. To, man, this Richard Neville is somewhere. Yeah, I, I, I think the Richie Loco page will, will brighten your day. If you see <laughs> Richie wearing a, a Rick James wig covered in red satin, that's is that an alter ego? 
Yeah, it's one of my characters. Yeah, yeah Okay, yeah. please go check out Richie Air, Richie Logan. Do you know what John's handle is? Because we want to shout him out even though he left. Yeah, Jean, uh, Jean Ellie. Yeah, yeah Jean Ellie. And I'm saying Jean in the proper Haitian way because Jean is my Haitian cousin yeah. because we're all cousins. And that's J-E-A-N-E-L-I-E. Okay, so you guys, please check them out. I love this episode. We definitely have to have you guys come on for a much longer taping because i feel like we barely scratched the surface barely i want to be i thank you guys for having us humanized bye guys hey there i'm dc i host the rock podcast back to the arena the interviews it's about a 30 minute podcast where i talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music you can find us on all the best podcast sites like spotify apple google iHeartRadio, and more If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interview. Electric Acid. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a beautiful different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.